guys. We're here at KatsuCon 2020. That's right. My last interview with this guy was at Baltimore Comic Con. Yeah, Baltimore Comic Con. And now we're at KatsuCon 2020 at the National Harbor. Michael Copan, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. And how was your weekend at KatsuCon so far? Uh, you know, I was like surprised. Like I normally don't do well at anime shows and I just did fantastic in terms of a huge consistent flow of fans coming up yes. to me because uh, you know uh, most most people who go to anime shows are not really into the comic-con world of right like, yeah like exactly. Avengers or Power Rangers so it was really cool to see that it was a great mix of people have you done any voiceover work for any anything whether animation or anime no, um, that's yeah. the thing I, I would love to start getting into it I uh, yeah. haven't as of this point done that um, but I did just shoot with um, Christy Carlson Romano and she was going to start who played Kim, Kim Possible and so she's gonna hook me up with her agent because I just talked about that you know I want to get into voiceovers uh, so that, that would be great so mm -hmm. what I love uh, I guess lately has been more Asian representation I know yeah. you're part Filipino yeah, which yeah. is great um, what are your thoughts on that with movies like Parasite and The Farewell getting a lot of yeah. uh, recognition awesome like yeah. awesome like, <laughs> I, you know my manager is even Filipino it's yeah. and he works for a big company uh, I'm with Authentic they represent like Brie Larson who played Captain Marvel yes. and so there's a lot of you know ethnics that are not just on the you know acting front but they're on the behind the scenes side of things too so really helps out with uh, us getting more jobs as ethnic characters in pre-2008 I mean a lot of people don't realize this but there was a slow movement and then after the 08 crash that happened yeah. the entire industry fell apart where uh, for ethnics in general where uh, all the, the the writer strike that happened for two years uh, a lot of the ethnic writers were just gone or did they couldn't make it through the uh, mix so that's why a lot of the shows like Gossip Girl and 90210 were all more Caucasian based right uh, so, the, so my auditions went from going to having 130 auditions a year to five so a lot of people were like, what happened after Scorpion King? I'm like, well, I had five auditions a year. You know, it's like, how do you... And like, all of us, like the Dante Boscos and all of us, we're all, yes. we're all trying to get that job, you know? And, yeah. and it wasn't until like, I left the industry in 2012 to move back to Virginia to write, direct, produce my own features. Okay. But so you're back in the DMV. So I'm back in, I'm back in the VA. Um, yes. But when I, when I did that, I heard that LA started getting more... Um, like more ethnic culture in for in, in films around 2015-16. Right. So I actually went back to LA for a little bit. That's how I got a new management team and all that. There you go. So I've been auditioning for some big stuff, like the new Mortal Kombat movie I was just up for. Heck yeah. I didn't get it, but um, oh, man. Uh, I know. But I mean, hey, you know, I I'm, I put it out there because look, there's a thousand of us auditioning for things. The guy, yeah. I won't say who got it, but he was in one of the big Marvel movies. He's another Asian guy that got it over me. So uh, him being in another Marvel movie, I obviously put him a step up about uh, you know where I'm at. But you know, there's a lot of us in the business now and I think that's incredible and I, I look at it like you know when I don't get a part anyways it's kind of like finding a wallet on the ground and that's not mine it's it's just not mine you know a lot of people get mad and so it's just not your job if it's not your job you know it's so it belongs to someone else that's an interesting analogy actually yeah you know what yeah that's the way I've lear learned to look at things because yeah. you know it, it's it's you know if it's not yours it's not yours Wow All right, well let's talk about the 
project yeah. you're working right now. So on your IMDb, you have a series called Ya. Yeah, the, it's called yeah. it's called the YA. The it's YA, called, thank yeah, you. It's called the YA. <laughs> Not Yas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a stem of uh, the yeah. show The Bay. That's it's The Bay's won like 15 Emmys. Okay. Uh, daytime Emmys. So the director or writers of that show did the the YA. Uh, I played the same character, Colton. Colton Kiyosaki, he's a, he's a police officer, so I'm, I'm playing more cop roles now and things like that, which okay. is great. But it's been a great role because that was the first job that I actually booked after producing, you know, Worth the Price, Dystopia, which are both on um, Amazon, and uh, yeah. I've got some other projects I've directed and produced, like Killer Holiday. And uh, yeah, and then that's rolling me into starting my own YouTube channel. Let's yeah, go. which is great. Is it ready? Is it ready? The YouTube channel. It, uh, it's not ready. At the end okay. of March. At the okay. end of March. I don't know when this is going to air, but if you're watching this now, by by the end of March 2020, that my YouTube channel will be out under just the Michael Copon brand. Okay. Um, what can we expect? You can expect so many. So I'm launching. A, so I've been in the business March of 2000 to 2020. It's 20, 20 years. years. So it's going to be a 20 year doc in 20 minutes. It's just going to show you everything I've done in 20 minutes from the past 20 years. Wow. A lot of things you don't know, like when I was signed to Lou Proman's record label, who started in singing Backstreet Boys, when I toured with Bruno Mars, when I've, yes. uh, you know, I met Drake before he was Drake. You know, I'm going to show all these photos, this journey of me as an actor in the business, the, the ups, the downs, the things I didn't get that you probably don't know, like High School Musical, uh, you know, all these different things that like I was just this close to. Um, I want to, I want to show it for the fact that like, you know, not to give up. Because at the end of the day, uh, you know, like Robert Downey Jr. didn't work for 10 years and now he's Iron Man. You know, it's a very good point. It's yeah. a very good point. And it's like, it's, I'm learning, I'm in that level of my career where it's time to show people that. And I'm also teaching people. I have an acting course I'm releasing. So you, if you want to learn how to be an actor or be an influencer or a filmmaker yourself, I'm going to show people how to film, edit, light your own YouTube channels, how to be your own motivational that is influencer. So needed. I think that's so great, especially for people that want to create their own content. Yeah. They can go to your official YouTube page. Yeah, they need to because you need to. Yeah. You need to. The whole world is moving that way where people are going to want to yes. hear. You know what you're talking about. There's not enough creators, to be honest. Yeah. You know, it's just it's just like uh, if you look at the eight, the eight eight and a half billion population. I mean, you would say still like less than three percent of the people are actually creators. That's a very good point. Wow. So let's talk about uh, some of your past work, which I know has, has gotten crazy, Phantom. I mean, looking at your banner right now, the Blue Ranger. I know they had that new um, um, Power Rangers movie. Have they reached out? Have they? Have they no, I, I think I think what Lionsgate is doing is they're yeah. they're kind of staying with the new, you know, new actors, new yeah. cast. They're not really reaching out to like past Rangers anymore. Um, yeah. But I think that's going to change. I think uh, the more the fans write and say, "Hey, we want to see old Rangers." Yes. Uh, in it and JDF versus uh, Michael Copon. Yeah, well, another thing with my YouTube channel, like you're gonna be able to see me react to old yeah. episodes. That's another thing I'm offering. But I'm also shooting some stuff that's kind of driven to my character Lucas, uh, kind of more backstory and pre pre story of like who Lucas Kendall was as a Power Ranger and like where he is now after Power Rangers. I'm wow. trying to find the cheapest solution to shoot like one location to kind of give a lot of dialogue, uh, and and hopefully that goes into something that can be yeah. my own episodic. I know they're um, rebooting or doing another sequel series of Gossip Girl. What if we would do uh, a One Tree Hill? Mm -hmm. And uh, how would you feel about reprising your role for that? I think be, I think it'd be great. You know, um, I've been uh, I've been offered parts that are similar, and yeah. uh, I'd like to play a good character this time. Uh, 
I'm kind of done playing the bad boy and, uh, and, and on on shows like that. It's just not my. It's not just who I. It's not really who I am, anyways. Okay. And I think it's more like I've got a lot of that stuff out of my system. I played a serial killer. Yeah. I played a demon in Night of the Demons. But you know, for me, I, I really want to put more positive content out there. I think we're in a world right now where positivity is becoming more scarce, and like the negative is actually being pushed forward. And the funny thing about negative people and negativity in general, they're more aggressive. They're more out there. They're they're pushing their agenda more than positive people are pushing the positive agenda. Wow. So I feel as, as as where I'm being led to by my creator is like saying, hey, I need to be one of the people influencing people into positivity, and stop and stop just you know implementing the, like negative. Just 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 to show people I can be a negative. I, I already got that out of my system, you know. And I think it's actually it's actually you, you know show that range as an actor anyways. You want to show both sides. Yeah, you got to show you know. Look, I think the light it, side and the dark side. Yeah, the, look, it has to stay balance guys yeah. I mean, you know I appreciate the dark you know because without the dark we wouldn't appreciate the positive you know there you, go. you wouldn't say the word thank you if you didn't know what that meant you know if you weren't thankful for certain great things you wouldn't be you know saying that word and I think the dark has to be relevant because if without people being rude or unkind then we wouldn't understand what a kind and generous person is so but I think it's imperative that a lot of us have to continue if you are a positive person you have to just not be quiet about it and wait Wait for, you know, wait for your turn. No, you have to push the positivity out there. I love you have it. to do good deeds and you have to help people. And you have to do stuff that's, that's beneficial to the world. You know? We need it more than ever before, that's for sure. No, for sure. And I saw on your MDB, you have a music producing credit for yeah. a recent film. Can we talk about that? Yeah, sure. I mean, I've been producing music for, uh, yeah. gosh, I mean, about 10 years. Um, I, 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 love, I love music. I love anything artistic. Um, like I said, I toured with Bruno Mars as a singer. I produced all my music uh, for that album that I was working on. One foot in, one foot out is always what I've been in the music side. That's why I never really gave it my all. So I kind of just took it off my plate altogether because I feel like if I'm not going to do something fully, I don't want to do it half-ass. So I'm pretty much took the music out of my life, but it's still always in my heart. Uh, I've always loved. I, I'm a certified engineer in Pro Tools. Uh, I use the Logic. Uh, so so yeah, singing, songwriting, it's in my blood. Who would you like to collaborate with? Musically, I mean, yes. if, uh, you know, I really love Bruno. I, I love. I actually didn't get to, you know, collaborate with him. Um, two Filipinos right there. Huh? Yeah, I love what, you know. I love what some of the new artists are doing too. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people I would like to have. You know, music soul child in the past. I would love to have collaborated with him and. Um, you know, different, different more r I'm more of an R&B soul kind of guy, so it's more of that, more of that genre. Not that I'm dissing anything that's in the music world today. I just, I just enjoy a lot of the old school R&B. Awesome. Multifaceted artist, guys. Actor, music producer, singer extraordinaire. He's here at Katsucon 2020. Michael Copan. Oh, fellow Filipino as well. <laughs> Thanks so much for talking to us here you. on Below the Belt. Thank awesome. you guys. All right, Michael Copan, guys. More to come. Below the Belt.